And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. Marcus, what happened? I was changing my oil and I spilled some on the floor. Oh, well, use these $50 bills to wipe it up. Perfect. Got any more? Yeah, yeah, take a couple hundred. Stop. Instead of using money, use an old rag. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. What's going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday. We are back. That's right. The whole crew is back. It's me. It's Mike. It's Steph. The Sith Council is back. And what are we going to talk about today? Well, Bad Batch, episode three, spoiler heavy. And don't worry, Mike hasn't watched a lick of it. That's great. Great research. Um, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about that. And we're going to spoil the hell out of it because that's what he gets. That's what he gets. So we'll be doing that. We'll talk about the big rumor that this Lindelof movie, it might, it might be a trilogy now. But not only that, they're going to announce movies for 25, 2025, 2026, and 2027 at Star Wars Celebration in London. How true is that? We'll talk about that as well. Some Moff Gideon news. There's a potential new Lucasfilm project. And then we're going to take questions from you guys. So make sure that you buckle up. We're going to have a really good show here today. And speaking of which, if you haven't already done this, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, this is the big thing, Star Wars episode, Sith Council. So make sure you head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It helps the show tremendously patreon.com slash the big thing show we have a lot of different tiers over there hopefully you find something for you and then our merch right now black knight it is up on the store at the moment get yourself black knight shirt it's another one so sith council show some class i just ordered this for both roxy and steph it's the you don't know ish shirt Steph, you love this one, don't you? Love it. You're going to wear it all the time and not wait all right so make sure you do all that stuff and more it's sith council everybody you ready? I'm ready. Great. Here we go. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus. Makes you stronger. What's up, everybody? It's the Sith Council Show. It's me, Steph. Hello. And the killer is back. Howdy. Good hey. to have everybody back. Good to be here. Yeah, it's good to have everyone. But happy New Year to everybody! If you haven't been on the show already, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Mike. Yeah, you start us off. Bad batch. <laughs> well, I thought that it, it it built on a lot of the stuff in the second episode, but it sure. also wasn't a lot of the crew, which I liked. Sure. You know, so we didn't Close. see a lot of the crew. Close. Which I liked. Well, that part was true. Yeah. Yeah, but the rest of it, you. It didn't. Build I up. found yeah. my way because I found myself in many situations, especially with sports, where if you. Just kind of believe what you're saying and kind of just say nebulous stuff. You can fake your way into a conversation. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, non-specifics. Yeah, well, not this time. yeah, well, all right. So you good. bet you could be fake. Just take a nap. You sold, we'll you sold me out. We'll you sold you, me out yeah, right we'll on air. Talk to you in ten minutes. Cancel Kalinowski. Go Go fall. Oh, now you're not on my side either. Okay. I, I just said unbelievable. Un. I don't know what this is. This is not your fault. This is uh, we're, we're trying to get this fixed. Try, try that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hello. All right. So then I'm going to start with the professional on the show, Steph. Bad Batch. Episode three. Yeah. Full spoilers here for anybody who hasn't seen it. You can if you if you haven't seen it, you can skip to the time code. But what did you think of this episode? I thought it was great. It's my favorite episode of the season thus far, which kind of does suck because it doesn't have most of the bad mm -hmm. batch. 
But yeah, I, I think I said that. Crosshair is the most interesting character to me right now. Thank you for saying that. Yes, of course. Uh, and so, and then we saw in the trailer Cody was going to come back, but mm-hmm. I thought that was a great reveal. And I just thought that the episode did a great job of being like a classic Clone Wars episode where you have good themes that are presented. Like, I like where Crosshair is going. I definitely think he's going to end up on the good side by the end of the season. And also, it was just, like, great action. I liked how dark it got. Yeah. I liked how dark it got, and it, it did have that Clone Wars feel because of how dark it was able to get. And what I will say is I'm not going to spoil this for anybody, but um, I, as we talked about in the last, I didn't, it did, uh, and it still concerns me that there are some episodes that definitely play into the adventure of the week type You've thing, right? seen them all. I have not seen them all yet. I've seen about, that's what I was going to get into next. I'm about nine episodes in. But they gave you them all. Yes. You had access to yeah, them. Yeah, I'm nine episodes in right now. Yeah. There are some episode, uh, episodes like this one that are significantly better, and it's when they start focusing on an actual story. Right. When they focus on a story, the show is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, there's a few episodes down the line that really, really deliver because it's starting to get to what this show is really supposed to be about. There are a few episodes where it's like, they get sent on an adventure. They're on some planet, and it's like, oh, okay, give me past this one. Let me ask you this then, to, to yeah, what you're sure, saying, because we yeah. talked about that during Mando. A lot of people complained about those episodes. We felt they're ah filler, it's filler. Get to the story, but we love those episodes. So why are you not feeling the same with these fillers? Different because I think that the Mando episodes um, eventually start to play into the overall idea of of the through line of the of the, the story. character and whatnot. yeah, but the, of of the entire story itself, where okay. it seems like Bad Batch starts to repeat the same formula okay. of they get sent on a mission, they have to do this, they figure something out on the mission, and some people love that's why people, some people watch the show. This, but as I said, like the there's a few episodes, like I don't know if it's episode four, I think four and five. There's a few of them that are just like, okay, same thing. And I say, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through this whole thing. But then they start to, there's some stuff that happens on Coruscant, is all I'll say. And yeah. fantastic okay. episodes. But this oh, episode, I'm excited about yeah, that. It's great. But with The Mandalorian, even like I, the first episode Bill Burr was introduced to, I think was a Adventure of the Week. In and Mandalorian. Then, yeah. yeah. And then you get him the second episode. And it's like one of the best Mandalorian episodes. And that's why it's not Adventure of the Week right. anymore. Yeah, because yeah. it could be then that's to answer Mike's question. Yeah. Because it, you okay. think it is at first, but then you realize that all of that that went down, you have to introduce yourself to them and that what and, and you're still being introduced to Mando's past. And so. Uh, all that that's kind of why the play is however this episode i thought was fantastic because it does play into i think the overall arc at least the very end as steph said you're going to get um crosshair who is just he's still in that mode of i'm a good soldier and i'm going to prove that i'm a good soldier even though his inhibitor chip is out he doesn't care yeah he doesn't care and and by bringing cody in and and it's not cody at the end who and he's got to see this at the end where it's basically they have the, the woman who wants to have this negotiation. Cody's like, I'm going to talk to you. Just chill out, put it down, and then the Empire is the Empire. It's like, no, kill her. And he, Cody's like, I can. Crosshair does it. So I don't know about Crosshair going good. He's He just, I feel like he's, one of two things is going to happen. He either There's no way back for him, or he's going to eat it doing something heroic. Yeah. It's usually kind of mm. the trope yeah, that that's they usually what I was gonna, yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but I agree. Yeah, he's still so frustrating because at every point I still want him to turn. Yeah. But this episode, I still enjoyed like that internal battle. That's why I say he's the most interesting because it is like when you think about war in general, there's people who think they're fighting for the good side right. and yeah. they're not. 
Right. And he's also kind of lost, right? In the beginning, yeah. he's eating by himself in the cafeteria and like he gets called in and he just he just wants to work again because he doesn't know what his purpose is. And he doesn't have his buddies with him anymore. So I, this is this is easily one of the best episodes in Bad Batch, I think, one and two, because it really dove deep into who this guy yeah. is and you felt for him and there was emotion behind it and the politics of where it all went and going to that planet and realizing that they were just trying to kind of survive through and and the remnants of the war and how the the, the dooku yeah, stuff and the politics callbacks. yeah i thought great. the callbacks are were really well done mm -hmm. because it made you invested kind of like what i was talking about with the first episode of season one where we have an order 66 yeah. it makes you be like oh okay like this is what i love this is but you're introducing a new story at the same time and then developing a past story that we know of but maybe don't have as much information about yeah and i think that that's what they did and, they, and there are things that add into this in general that you start to see that this guy who's given him the orders and sending him on the next mission to go look. Well, guess what? You just you just did this. Great, you proved yourself worthy. Now go find your buddies, right? And and, and keep it on the DL because I don't want anyone else to know about it. Yeah. And it's that's the overall theme that is consistent in this show. And as they focus in on it, it, it if they do what I hope that they do and what I've seen so far in the other episodes, if they continue to do that then this season's going to be significantly better than the first because there are those episodes I'm, I'm telling you you'll know exactly what i'm talking about where they go on some mission with wanda sykes character and i was just like oh, this is like the same thing that they do i'm like are they going to do this every episode in the next episode they're like nope then they and they bring in it's it, it gets really it's i would be lying if i was gonna say i was i was like bummed where I turned because we were watching the freaking Golden Globes yesterday and I was like ah, I want to be watching Bad Batch right now and I haven't said that I haven't been like oh I really wish I was watching that show and I was I was hooked after a few of those episodes but this episode is a is a kind of a of an appetizer of those episodes down the line because you don't get those in the next four or five but mm. you but you get them as they come out <laughs> later on and it's um it's yeah they 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 seem to know where they want to go with the show I liked all the droids too. Yeah, the droids were great. I mean, and it was great that they brought back the old uh, Roger Roger. Yeah, it was I, so bizarre. I hated them so much when I was a kid, <laughs> like when they first came out, yeah. and now I was like, ah, hey, it's a Roger Roger robots. And even the way that they played those up, um, yeah, did you, you enjoyed that. Yeah, I really. I thought it again, like that's like bringing in stuff that we're like, oh yeah, familiar with, mm -hmm. but then adding it with the story in a way that doesn't seem forced, right? And then just is a great world builder for this time that they're telling. Yeah, uh, Mike, thoughts. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, it's interesting yeah. that you say that because of sure. the filler episodes and whatnot, but yeah, I was yeah. always into the batch themselves. Um, yeah. but I don't know, but as far as crosshairs and him turning bad, sure. He's not turning good. Oh. He'll go, he'll go out heroically saving them. So he will go good, but he's just going to eat not, it. Yeah. He's going to eat it. Uh, in a I don't think he's going to turn fully. Yeah. He's going to have like a moment where he saves them at the end, I think, and, and, and eats it. But see, yeah. I'm still a good soldier. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to have one of those moments. A lot of them got to eat it, though. This is th right. This, this has right. to be the last season, right? I, I think so. I was going to ask you guys, what do you think? Is this there's a talk of a third or are they going to keep churning these things out forever? It could be. I mean, it could be ratings wise. It could be something, too. And look, it's it's not going to it's not going to make a, I mean, Filoni's pockets are going to get a little more full yeah. as he makes them. So why, why wouldn't you want to keep making them if people are still liking them? If it makes know. sense, you know, I mean, it's a different. Dem I don't say it's a different demographic, but it, it caters. You know, you get the younger you're in there as opposed to yeah. Andor, you know, absolutely. And it's so. not, but it's also one of those, it's, I think when you make the animated show, if you're Lucasfilm, you know, right away, you're like, look, we don't need 
the type of ratings that Obi-Wan is right. going to get. We don't need those type of ratings for, for this show or Mandalorian. We don't need that those. We just need uh, this number because the cost on the show is, is significantly lower yeah. than the cost on the other shows. So here's what we need to hit, whatever that number might be. And I'm sure they're hitting it and then some. And they get the hardcore Star Wars. This show is meant for the hardcore yeah, Star Wars. It's right. not meant yes, for yes. casual viewers as the way that these other shows need to be. Yeah. yeah. And or, though, it's funny. And I still get people. What you got to do, please, you have to do. If you're commenting, so going, well, that's what, but it's just that's why Andor's ratings are bad. Please understand how streaming works. This is not a movie. I know that we, are th we think about this. But when you get initial reports of, oh, Andor bombed. It didn't. It was nominated for a bunch of awards. And guess what happens? Because you already have the subscription service and you hear a show is good. Do you know what happens? People start to watch the show. And that is what is happening. When you get awards buzz and you're already paying for the service, people start to yeah. watch the show. I was at our show with our mutual friend, Justine Marino, not a Star Wars fan, and said, I've heard everything about Andor. I guess I'm going to start watching. I'm not even a Star Wars fan. People are watching the show now. So that's the thing you have to realize. It just drives me nuts to be like, well, that's why the show bombed. The show did not bomb. That's why they're doing it. That's why they already had a season bombed. two. They would have they had the season two go. It's the same people like Avatar 2. Bomb. People are now saying, by the way, <laughs> oh people are now God. saying that Avatar 2, I saw this, are faking the box office numbers. Oh my that. God, that is hilarious. That's like, hilarious. Well, like, how do you how do you do that? That's that's like a crime. Why? 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 How do you do that? Why yeah. would they? It, why would they? Why? Fake election. You know. You know what we got to do. Can't. You know what we got to do. I can't. We got to fake our numbers, but but because even though we faked it and it bombed, man, it makes sense to make another one. Right. What are you talking about? Yeah. Stick your head in a, in a pile of sand. <laughs> don't come up. <laughs> Choke yourself out. Like, Choke what? yourself out. Choke yourself that is out. the dumbest thing anyone has ever said. And, and 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 why? Why? Why do you care? Why do you want to say that it bombed? Because it be why? No, 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 I'll answer that. But why? I'll answer that. Click. That's why I can't. Like 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 likes. I can't. It's so stupid. That's just that's just. Stupid. I was talking that's uh, just over the holidays. That's just stupid. Yes, box office and stuff like this. And I, I had spent some time with Dan Merle, and he went into a deep dive on on that and the click stuff and and yeah, how yeah. the numbers and this and that. And, and that's like boggles my mind. Right. I don't have time to watch a half hour Bad Batch. How do they have time to make a video? Wait, wait, wait hold on. Go back. You don't have time. What'd you do last night? When you got home from work. Don't you lie to me. What'd you do it when you got home? Did I do last night? Yeah. I spent games. time with my no, no, lovely no, girlfriend. You, you, yes, and, I did. And then when she went to sleep, what'd you do? She didn't go to sleep yet. What'd she she didn't go to sleep. She's still up. She's still awake <laughs> right now from last night. She pulled an all-nighter. Yeah. She's just still She's still awake. She's just like, she's 40 like cups episode, of coffee. What, how when long she, was this one? 36 minutes? Yes. When she went to sleep, what did you do? Don't lie. What game Call did you play? What 13-year-old did you fight with on the line? GTA. Uh, yeah, you f yeah, right. So I know. I actually took a nap. You were beating up. Okay. So I took a nap and I woke up at 2.30 in the morning. And played what? I didn't play any games last right. night. Oh, so don't tell me you didn't have time. I'm making a point here. Okay, go ahead. I was trying to make a point, go and ahead. you ruined the That's point. That's fine. Go ahead. I don't have time to make a sit there and edit and upload and right. video this and that uh, a thing saying Avatar. Hey, Avatar didn't make any money. How money? But Dan, because they make yo, money. Dan, and went deep dive on it with me, and I yeah, because like, they make money. Fascinating. Because they make money. Fascinating. If you, if you, I mean, it's a, that's why I always say, if you may, if you, if your brand is hatred, you can't say you like anything anymore. Because if you do, yeah, then they're gonna call you. They're gonna call you. Yeah, they're gonna call you a simp. They're gonna call you a shill. Simp. They're gonna call you a shill. They're gonna call you all these things, and you can't do that. You gotta hate everything. That's against your brand. You gotta hate it. It is weird that it's a weird thing though. Yeah, the movies and TV are becoming politicized. Oh, it's but that's been going on for a while, stuff. Yeah, I guess at least at least six seven years. Like Shapiro, and it's like. 
bro, like, why are you here? But that's been going on for a while. That's yeah. been, because it's because they've now it's they've now made it like yeah a, yeah it's a, it's and I get those people. Hollywood's on Hollywood's on the bad side. I get those people that do that. But the 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 legions of followers, like if you comment anything against that. The droves come out to defend them. Like, that's a, yeah, like, that's a lot of different things to look. But to be fair, and to be man, fair on that, crap. also there's still another side of it where you can still get hit on from the the other side who thinks they're the good side, right? Yeah. Oh my God, you don't like She-Hulk? You hate women. Yeah. You're you know, right. You're oh, right. Okay. you don't. You're not like it. You don't, you like Just women. Say you hate us. Oh, what you didn't you didn't you didn't think Black Panther was was that good? You're racist. Oh um, boy, it's I've like, done that. But, but that but that's what I mean. Like that. Yeah, you're right. And I'm not telling you everybody does that. Of course not. But but that but that happens. And the it's extremes. like it's, there's an extreme on both sides, and yeah. you can choose what, whatever side you think is worse. That's fine. But I mean, there's, and there's other side too. Like, oh, you know what? It came out. I love it, but it was terrible. I love it. What about this? I love that too. What about this? That's the best. Everything's the best. Oh, I know. There's people. tons of people who love everything. Oh, yeah, like, they love everything. It's, oh, no, no. And I, it drives me nuts. Oh, perfection. Should, That's perfection. Well, oh, but look, I mean, look, you want to look at the positive of everything? Good for you. But like, I, but someone said the other day, where they were like, well, why do you have to, if you don't like something, you know, I think it was talking about Obi-Wan. Yeah. Don't you think you're alienating your fan base by saying that you don't, by, that, that you don't like this thing? And I was like, Oh, no, first of I, all, we've I, said like eight thousand. That's times my point. We like, but, but that's stuff that's what I'm saying is I'm not. I'm. I think alienating your your the fan base yeah. is Being saying fake. if you liked Obi Wan, you're a moron and you're a simp and you're a shell. If you like that show, then you suck. Then yeah, you should be alienated from me because then because you shouldn't want to come hang out to this channel. You should want to feel like you can come into this conversation and say, hey man. I really like that stuff that you didn't like, and here's the reason why I enjoyed that show. That's what I like. When yeah. people come at me going, hey, I you like didn't it. like that? I liked it, and there's yeah. this, this, this is the reason why. And I'm like, huh, I never thought about it that that's, way. That, see, that, I love that. Right, so I, I actually feel like you'd be doing a disservice to the fan base if you were just saying, oh, I'm going to tell you about everything I loved about the show, and I'm not going to tell you anything, anything yeah. about what I didn't like, because I was so baffled by that comment is like don't you think you're alienating your fans I'm like if you feel alienated because i'm telling you my thoughts on a particular things that i didn't like then you really shouldn't watch when, this show when i'm looking for new shows or new podcasts to listen to or whatnot i'm always critical of like how are they as far as are they even when they say they love something like yeah but this is, i understand why you don't like this if it's that blanketed praise i'm like nah it, 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 right I, I can't go for that but even but even if it's one or of those blanketed things, hate. well that's but that's why you and i will have the conversation where you'll say well why do you like that well, here's the reason why. And you go, okay, well, I don't agree with it, but I understand your point of view. Yeah. And that's the type of thing that I think that everyone should be able to have a conversation about. And no one should say, well, you're an idiot for liking it. I don't agree with you. You think that you, if you think Obi-Wan was a really brilliantly written show, good for you guys. Yeah. And I think that's great. And if you think it was a brilliantly directed show, then good for you. Look, I'm clearly might be in the wrong because uh, Deborah Chow just got nominated for a Director's Guild for, yeah. for Obi-Wan. I didn't think it was the best directing that I had seen in television, but clearly other people had different opinions on it. And I think, that, and good for her. Congratulations to her. That's a big, that's a, that's a big win. Yeah. So, but I, yeah, like I think that there's a difference between, there's the same thing when people go, oh, you can't take criticism. Well, what's your criticism? Is your criticism, hey, I don't agree with your points because of X, Y, Z. That, and, and, and I think that instead of maybe saying it this way, you guys could have said it that way. That's criticism. You, this is a dumb thing that you don't know. You're you're wrong. Blah blah blah. That's a matter of fact. That's a statement. Right. That's not criticism. And there's a difference when people think like, oh, if you say something negative about something, that's criticism. That's not criticism. Criticism is when you have backed up points. 
the the whole re- we just had that whole conversation on tomorrow's big thing about film criticism, right? Yeah. You get someone again, like I, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I never agree with William Bibiani on on takes on anything, but he's a brilliant film critic. He is. He's a brilliant television critic because he knows how to articulate his words and bring point his opinion. And I go, well, I don't agree with anything you're saying. But you make a lot of sense because of what you, because of the way what you're saying you, yeah, it, the way right, you write it. He's a really right, good writer. Of course. And I think that that's the difference between saying that's criticism as a point of just saying, well, I hate this show because of this and this. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, that's not, you're just saying you hate something. That, what, 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 what do you not like about it? Right. And then going into that criticism. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, Bad I patch. think that was the dumbest thing you've ever said. You're right. <laughs> you're <laughs> absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Pure, a, a true statement. A true statement in general, but anyway. So, um, but but Bad Batch, as we as we mentioned, see, uh, episode three. It's out right now, and um, Crosshair it really delivers. It was good to see Cody back. Right. I don't know. Is his chip gone? No, I don't think so. You don't think his chip is gone? No, I don't. I, I guess it really doesn't matter because it's not really. Well, how is he going to react with if he sees some some Jedi that pop up? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Interesting, and uh, and we don't even know when he's going to pop up again, but um. As we get deeper and deeper into the story, I will say that the the lore starts to get better. Um, Good. All right. Now, before we move on, I want to tell you guys, Athletic Greens, AG1. I love it. I love them. I've been using AG1 for a long time, and I told you about it. I mean, I've been telling you about it. You guys know. You've been watching or listening long enough. You know how much I love AG1. I didn't have the time to take a 1,000 different vitamins, and I just wasn't – I just couldn't do it. So when Brett told me about it, I was like, look, let me try it. It tastes good. It puts everything all together. And I've been taking it for months, months. And I have my energy, better sleep quality. I love it. You just take one scoop of AG1 and you, you pretty much you take like 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, all of it. And you start your day right. It's the best. You can, it's, it's lifestyle-friendly. It, it's, it can, can, contains less than one gram of sugar. It costs you less than three dollars a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than uh, than than your cold brew habit. I'll tell you that. It's the best. It's cheaper also than getting all the the different supplements yourself. Athletic Greens is over seven thousand five star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes. It's the best. Go. I mean, I love it. You guys know that I love it. I've been talking about it forever. We have it on the shelf. It's it stands out on the shelf. So if you want to make it easy, just Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. God, I love this. I really do. I love Athletic Greens. All right, thanks again to our... Friends over at Athletic Greens. Good, just good, Mike. Put that anywhere. Um, Athletic Greens, if you didn't know already, we love working with them. We've been with them for a while. If you can, please, you want to help out this show? You want to help out yourself? Get yourself some Athletic Greens. And I just saw this recently. Somebody said they just got their uh, subscription to Athletic Greens and they love it. Let me know whether you put a comment here, whether you tweet at me. I got to know. All right, so how we've been doing this lately, I don't know if Mike's been part of this yet. Mike, will we... Have I been? Let's see. I don't think so. And this is all across the board in every big thing episode. Um, and I don't know, have you done this yet? Yeah. You did last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last week. Oh, boy. So basically what we could do is that we're going to put some topics on the table. Okay. And then we'll go through them, um, the three of us, and we'll, you can choose which one you want to talk about. If you know about the story, you can summarize it a little bit. If not, then we can we can go through it on the actual um, 
the actual rundown. But here's here's we we covered Bad Batch, and there's really only three stories outside of the questions themselves. So we're just a matter of which ones we're going to go with first. So I'll start us off, and I'm going to go with this big announcement, potentially, <clears throat> of the new movies at um, Star Wars Celebration in 2023. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think this is something, that, I mean, Steph and I talked about this, I think, last week. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, they're talking about there's a good possibility that Star Wars Celebration is going to give us the first real announcement of the Lindelof movies and, and all that. And, this, and there's, a, there's a lot with, with Jeff Snyder here. So a new rumor indicates that the new Star Wars movie directed by Charmin Abad Shinoy and written by Damon Lindelof will star a person of color. In addition, the rumor indicates that um, the new Star Wars movies are meant to release in 2025, 2026, and 2027. They're going to be announced at Star Wars Celebration this year. Jeff Snyder, who broke the rumor about Lindelof writing a Star Wars screenplay, spoke on John Roca's podcast, The Hot Mic, about a tip that he'd heard regarding the project, which he believes is targeting the December 19th, 2025 release date. At 56 minutes and 40, 14 seconds into the show, he brought attention to an earlier set of tweets that he made talking about a person of color actor who had success on both television and film, but had not led a franchise movie at this time. Now, this is, a, this is an earlier one because he talked about uh, a male, but then he, he, then, he, then he updated it. And he said that he, an update to his, his um, tweet, he said that he's actually, it's going to be a woman of color, not, not a man. So this is then, this was the update on, I guess, uh, Roka's show. And then the senator also said, I don't, this is talking about Taika's movie. Said, I don't know if the movie itself is dead, but it feels dead. Like I've said, I think that the movie, the Lindelof's movie will be 2025, and I think that they could have their movies for 2026 and 2027. I don't know if Tychus is one of those, but I really get much heat. I don't really, I really get much heat off of that one or Kevin Feige's either for that matter. I don't get any heat off the two of those. Uh, incidentally, Daniel DPK mentioned that the Feige movie has been put on hold. Through a Patreon update two days earlier to the latest episode of the Hot Mic podcast, it seems likely that the current workload of Marvel Studios productions, which includes 11 announced films, 11 announced shows, and several unannounced film shows and television, may be taking priority over a spinoff in another franchise. Feige has been able to multitask before, but Marvel has been his priority. And then Snyder was talking about, let's see, uh, explained that he expected that, that this movie will be filming later on this summer and that more news on the Star Wars movies will be coming soon and through the official outlet of Star Wars Celebration. I don't know. I don't know if it's June. I don't know if it's going to be April. I don't know if it's going to be May. Who knows? I think it's going to be shooting soon, though. I think it's going to be shooting by summer, and I think we're going to find out a lot at Star Wars Celebration. I think it's where they will reveal the future plans for the next four to five years. Okay, so a lot to break down here, and this is something we talked about last week. The 2025 makes a ton of sense in general, and we start because of timing first. Timing when, let's say that they start shooting, let's say May, right? They start shooting in May. They're done with filming in September, August, September, and then they got to start doing posts. So you're looking at if they pushed it out and really like got no sleep and marketed it, you could get it out in a year, but why would you do that? Right. So two years, that's, for, that's part one. Part two is Avatar Part 3 comes out in 2024. Why would you want to go up against your own product in, in Avatar where you could take a break? Avatar is going to have that two-year break. The next year is 2025, and then you'll get you – you're going to have to, if you do in 2025, 2026, 2027, you might have to go head-to-head -head at some point with Avatar. But why do it right away if you don't have to? 
So that all makes sense. The Lindelof part of it all, I think all of us have been saying that one makes the most sense. The Taika Waititi not moving happening, I think all of us have been, well, you haven't been, but we've all been saying that's not happening. Do you it's think dead. more and more so that it's going to die now? Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> you finally come dead. around. It's done. it's done. It's done and it should be. It's, I don't think it's done. It's done. I think that it's dead. Done. It's dead. simmering. Dunzo. It's simmering. It's over. Simmering. Simmering it's, means you're keeping it there ready to serve it up. Any kind of simmer. That thing is. Patty Jenkins is done too, buddy. Oh, that's yeah, I know. Sure oh, yeah. They're both me. done. I think they're and both I want to say this. I'm going to say this. And they're both done because of what's been happening with them and other projects. I think that it, it, 100%. I think that's part of it. If Wonder Woman won three the script was gangbusters and WB loved it yeah. and Thor Love and Thunder did gangbusters, those two would be on the fast track going. I, I don't. That's I don't, how Hollywood I don't, works. I don't. It's how Hollywood just, works. I don't. Well, no, it you know, sucks and it's certainly great filmmaker. It's certainly how Kathleen Kennedy works. So I don't disagree with you. I'm just I, saying. It's I don't. Hollywood. I don't disagree with you. She she plays in that Hollywood kind of thing because not not they don't all do that like Marvel. Marvel doesn't necessarily do whoever the hot director is coming up. They they have their plan. Now, one of the reasons that I think that this will also get scrapped is because I actually think that they're starting to implement a plan. And I think that part of that plan is what, because they mentioned that Lindelof sat in a room with Filoni. I think that Lindelof is going to be the first guy, because he's not directed the movie, but I think Lindelof is going to be the first guy outside of, you know, because J.J. didn't do this, Ryan Johnson didn't do this, <clears> to <throat> sit down with the creative team and go, what can we do to bring the lore together? Dave and John, I know what you guys have been doing. What can we do to really, to, to I think Lindelof is going to take that. At least I'm I, hoping. I 100% disagree with you. Okay. I read, I read, a, um, Jeff's things, and I hear that. I hear, like, you guys are doing it all over again. You're going to come into celebration. It's London. Everyone's going to be excited. And we're going to tell you the three movies that are coming out. Bing, bing, bang. We just had a mess of that. You think like, you think it's the same same old garbage? That sounds like a mess. And I bet Lindelof came in there and was like, I've got a pitch for Star Wars. It's my mystery box thing. I love doing that kind of stuff. This is what I want to do in the Star Wars world. I'm like, that's a great take. Yes. Let's go with it. I think it's repeating exactly. Like, DC, love it or hate it. It needed a reset. Whether you love what's going on, so you or you think hate there's what's no going plan on. Still, I don't. Yeah, DC, there's a plan, and yeah. I, I feel it's, whether you hate it, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a plan. They're dividing everyone. Yeah, but you could tell it's going forward on a plan. There's a plan. No, this sounds like celebration. London, everyone's excited for London. You're not I'm hearing people talk. They're like, I can't wait. It's three months right. away. They're building to this. You're they not going to have. It. You're not going to have me but, fight you on this because yeah. it's it hard. Sounds. To. It's hard to. It's hard because because is it Ugh. an unlikely situation, Steph? Where Mike's wrong here where you know it's not it's it isn't because I you could very well Lindelof could have this plan and then something happens and they one decide that they're either not going to do this plan or he's not going to be involved in the second movie or the third or 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 they're going to do something in the vein of Avatar this is this, this is my this is my hope this is my this is what I'm hoping that they do that they finally maybe just me being optimistic okay but i'm hoping that they just said because of that rumor that they were all sitting in that room and if they do announce a movie that's 25 26 27 and they and these kind of all play in together they don't necessarily have to be a trilogy of movies but they play in somehow and they're telling this cohesive story then that to me is it's it's hope it's new it's something different it's a way to to not just throw stuff at the wall and bring in the hot director and do that but it's not going to surprise me in the least if you're right. But Steph, where where do you stand on all this? I don't think Lindelof is 
a hot director. Um, And he's not even directing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that people like us who live off movies and TV respect and know Lindelof. Mm -hmm. I think my parents and my family members have no idea who he is. Even though they've watched his shows. Yeah. So, but I I will say, I don't think I'm going to fully disagree with Mike, but I do think there's a plan. Yeah, it's just it, I do. Yeah, it does. I and I think that Mike's in the right space headspace to be. It's like you know, yeah, fool me, fool me once, shame on me, sh- or shame on you. Fool yeah. me. I always mess fool up. Fool me twice. You, yeah. you can't fool you me, can't fool me again. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, but it is. <laughs> it's the truth. But fool, but fool, fool me once. You know, shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. And I think that that's that's. I don't think Mike is in the wrong for feeling that way because yeah. it just happens all of the time. It and, just and seems it, Patty Jenkins again. Taika right. now, Kevin Feige, right? It's oh, like, the, stop the announcing Feige, to me, stuff. Like, the Feige... Knew it was never going to happen. Never going to happen, only never. because of how wrapped up he is. And right. the, the fact right. that when, when Iger came back, he's like, look, we need to focus on quality, not quantity. We need to pump the brakes and yeah. slow this down. So I think he's in charge of that ship, doing like a, ooh, let's... Because they just announced, like, three Disney Plus series are now moving later. Like, Echo and that are going later. So there's some major changes I had heard over at Marvel. I had heard that Echo was having serious problems. Yeah. I didn't... I, I had heard it... I didn't report on it, and then and then there was a bunch of people that reported on it. And I'll say it this: like, maybe it's I don't believe in that. I mean, I've heard problems with Miss Marvel and She Hulk. Like, oh, it's a mess. Oh, it's a mess. Look what comes out. They're great. So well, well, I kind of well, hey, teach their own. I'm fine, you know. Uh, but I think there's stuff he needs to be hands Marvel's on. Miss Marvel was good. Eh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there's stuff that he needs to be hands on. I think Star Wars is a. He'll do it eventually someday. Okay, Th- that's his. Dude, that's his. Yeah, Feige. Yeah, that's when his. It, yeah. Whatever he wants to come over is like, I like to do my Star Wars. Movie I want to run. Please. I want to run Lucasfilm now. They're like, okay, sir. Right, right. So he's fine. That's not happening. Tyke's ain't happening. Jenkins ain't happening. No, it's just stop. But but I'm with so you. What's, stop so what? So you mean to? So you yeah. But so they haven't announced stuff in a long time, you guys. Like, they, they haven't even announced this really. Right. Yet, so the last saying, Star, our Star Wars celebration that we were at, they didn't announce anything. Like, right. Movie wise. Right. Movie wise, like they now have had. A few years mm-hmm. to kind of make this plan. That's but why I'm but they haven't been making. Well, no, no, it no, 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 no. But, but but you just said it though. The fire is on them yes. now because they cannot. If if DC, as you just said, has this plan, is going to start right. releasing movies. Right? Yeah. Avatar's got movies coming out. Mm-hmm. Marvel's got a ton. Star Wars hasn't had a movie since 2019. Oh, I'm sure they have to. That's what I'm saying. The but fire is that they they can't. You're they, walking a tightrope. That's I know, like, but they, they can't. They there is no. Like, and this goes back to the conversation I feel we have every episode here on this. And it's like, how long does Kathleen Kennedy, A, decide she wants to do this? Does she, is she, is she able to do this? Do they decide they want to keep her around? Right. I, I had this conversation recently. I think that she is going to finish out her contract. We talked about this. Yes, on I think the show. she'll we finish take... out her contract. People think she's leaving after Indy. I think she's leaving after Indy. You do? I mean, yep. a lot of people feel that way. I mean, well, I don't know. I know. I, I, right. But I mean, and here's the thing with that. There, another reason why I wouldn't fully disagree with you is because if she, if that movie hits, which I think it will, and it does really, really well, um, she goes out on the high note. But she's also has enough time in that time period to set up. She still get producer credits on the Lindelof movies. Yeah. Set all those up. She's still a producer on the movies, even when they come out. And she's not at Lucasfilm anymore. And you walk off going, "I got three movies in the can- coming out with my name on it. Have fun. Do what you want to do with it. I just produced Indy. Now I'm going to go and run it. So I could see that happening. But Steph, where where, where does what does Kathleen Kennedy do? And this is relevant to this conversation. Yeah, I think that she is going to go out after Indy, but I think it's going to be like this transition of powers because 
I do think that they're gonna come out with like their own version of phase one mm-hmm. of this next era of Star Wars. And that would be a massive undertaking for her. I just don't really see her wanting to helm that. Yeah, I just don't see her. I just because don't. She, she doesn't. It just. She got. I mean, it just. Unless you're an absolute Star Wars nut. fanatic Star Wars and nut. egomaniac, yeah. where you're like, I can do this. Yeah, I and, can. Do and this. I want to see this. I want to see yeah. how the Sith did this. And oh, guys, we should focus on the Knights of Republic. Right. You have she, to have that vision. It's not her thing. But yeah. also, you got to take ego out of the equation. I think. As a producer, as a producer, you know, or will she want to like, uh, yeah, the fans wasn't wasn't that the the sequel trilogy wasn't what it was supposed to be. I want to knock it out one more time. I want another shot at it. Then that's ego in it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So you got to take your ego out of it. And she's like, oh, yeah, oh, this yeah. is not really my heart's not in this. But, but I, I don't know. She might, but she also might love. She might also love those other movies. You know, maybe she loves, maybe she loves it. Yeah, look, I don't know. Here's the other thing with that. We can always say. In, Let's get in her in the, here and we'll interview. We'll her. ask her. I would love to. Right. I, I would love to. Um, but. My my thing with her, though, the other thing you have to realize, even if you don't, and we all feel this way, that she should step down eventually. We all feel that way. But nobody can deny, and then whether or not you like the movies or not, she only has one failure in the theater for Star Wars. Only one, and that's Solo. Yeah. That's it. Every And even then, right, right. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, I know it was a failure. I know. It's enjoyable. It's an enjoyable film. Fine. But as far as, right. but what yes, counts when she walks when into the board producer. meeting, yeah, I get you. it's like, what are you lighting that was right. a mistake? So it doesn't matter what, what uh, Grumpy Pants 75 uh, <laughs> says on, on his YouTube channel about you. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter. As long as Bob Iger goes, up, oh, Rise of Skywalker, billion dollars. Yeah. That made a billion. And people will argue, well, yeah, but that, it hurt the, the fan. You're not wrong. You're not I'm wrong. telling you as far as when, you, when you're looking to your boss, your yeah. boss doesn't care again. If Grumpy Pants seventy five is making videos about you, as long as you're putting money in the bank account and and the shareholders I, are happy, and I disagree with her approach and the way that she's made all those movies, I think that those movies could have been significantly better. That's not what I'm saying at all. Yeah. I'm just saying that there are two sides of what you have to look at here. Do I think she's doing a, gr- a great job as Lucasfilm head? No, um, I don't. But I but I think that she has those wins as far as billion dollar movies. I'm gonna ask you guys something right now. Mm. We talk about the sequels and going forward, sequel trilogy. And and the fandom is divided. Is divided. Especially with like the Rise of Skywalker sure. stuff. And, and Last I, Jedi. Yeah, kidding? and Last Jedi. Last Jedi, that's of course. Jedi. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I see that in DC. There are these Snyder fans that will hold on to that, you know. They're, Star Wars is in a very tricky spot going forward with what they do. Yeah. Do they lean into what is established? You know, because it's not like you can do a reboot of Star Wars. You know, so which right. way are you going with it? Right, you, right, right. Are, are you, are right. you, is. Well, I think that's it, where they're exploring. It, it, where yes. DC so basically, exciting. DC had to go, you know what? We're going to piss people off, but we got to do, we got to get rid of capital. Right. No, no, business, no, no. You business. make, you make a good point. You think so they can't reboot, like, but no, but this reboot. is what, but this is what we talked about last week. This is why you have this uncharted territory of where they're playing now mm-hmm. because they're playing after episode nine. So it's uncharted. The movies are. Yeah. Are supposed like to. Like years That's in what the they're future. saying. Yeah. yeah. They're saying, we don't know. We don't know. But if they go that route, they're not They're not going to. I don't. I think that it's. it. Even the rumors but, that Taika was doing it, it took place after episode so, nine. But is it with Ray? Because there's a huge fandom that does not care for that character. Yeah. But if she shows up. But again, that's. It's, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just I know, playing but, devil's I know, advocate. No, no, no. And, and I understand that it's a fair question. But I think that if she. But uh, I, I think that if she comes back, if she's not the lead character and she shows up. You know, in, in a in a story that people love, yeah. doesn't matter. I mean, look, the Suicide Squad, just compared to Suicide Squad, yeah. right. there are a lot of great characters in there that were in a crappy movie in the first one. Then they showed up in a great movie. You're like, I don't know, like, 
like a couple of those characters, I'm like, I don't really need to see them again. They were great in the second time around, yeah. you know? So, and I don't know, this is going to be, there's a lot at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. I feel like Ray was by far the most cohesive. And yeah, I liked her the best the too. Sequel yeah. trilogy. Me too. I, I would be happy to see Daisy Ridley back. I think, I think that She's that would a be fantastic. I'd, I'd actually want to see, back. I'd want to see Boyega back because I think he deserves a better, a better arc. Yeah, he deserves a better story. I, I, I would love to see them all back. Yeah. yeah. So either way, that's uh, so that's Star Wars Celebration. I'm so um, excited. Yeah. For it. All right. So you know what we will do? We'll actually do one more here, and so we'll let Steph go. Steph, we out of the out of the two here. There's really there, this is a new project, and that's just uh, uh, talking about old stuff. So what do what do you what do you you can pick? I would love to hear about the new project featuring Dan Hernandez. Sure. All right. Here's this new project. And again, this is from Star Wars Newsnet, who if you guys don't know already from watching our show or watching Jedi Council, you guys should really go to, um, you should make sure you're always checking out Star Wars Newsnet, our buddy Miguel Fernandez. But just, it's just an absolutely wonderful site. And they, they get, they have their own articles, but they also get all of the news that's happening in, in Star Wars um, on the site. So make sure you check that out. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our President's Day special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. All right, here's the um, here is the latest story, and this is both Dan Hernandez and Benji Samet are apparently developing an unknown project at Lucasfilm. All right, so from Grant Davis, shortly after being signed on by Disney for an overall deal with 20th Television, television Animation and ABC Signature, it has been learned that Dan Hernandez and Benji Samet the writers behind Pokemon Detective Pikachu and Central Park will be developing at least one unannounced project for Lucasfilm. Per deadline, Hernandez and Samet's list of upcoming projects for Disney involve the likes of Walt Disney Pictures and Lucasfilm on top of, the, on, on top of their existing commitments to 20th TV, 20th TV animation for animated projects and ABC Signature. At this time, there's no word on whether or not their Lucasfilm project will be for theaters, streaming, or net, network television, as their body work has encompassed all three formats. Furthermore, it's not clear if this new project will be tied to Star Wars or any of the company's other significant IPs, such as Indiana Jones or Willow, just as it is not clear whether it will be an animated or live-action format. The deal allows the duo to write, produce, and develop a number of projects across various Disney-adjacent platforms. All right. Wow. So, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, Steph, you hear about this. What do you think? Well, I like Detective Pikachu. Yeah, it's good. I heard Central Park is great. I never got a chance to watch it, so... But I wonder, like, those are kind of slapsticky, mm-hmm. both, or at least Detective Pikachu was. So I, I, I'm I, excited to see what it would be, but it's not necessarily, like, what would get can't me. Wait, can't wait, Yeah, right. for Star right. Wars. Yeah, what, oh, I don't, yeah, Mike, do you think, so you hear this, do you think this is a Star Wars project, or it could be tied into something else? I don't know, that list of things that they got in development there, it's pretty extensive. Mm-hmm. I was, like, trying to list all those, like, what are they, how many were they doing there? But, you know, it, I think it's the development process. It's it's the, hey, we love you guys. We like your work. You got what you got. Right. What, what fits our thing? And they list a ton of them. And they probably, like any good writing team, has a Star Wars pitch. You know, they probably love Star Wars, and they had a pitch, and they that worked. Um, but, you know, they have their brand, and it seems like the, what they do is what they do. I don't know. 
I think it might an, not be for me, but I, hey, I, think I don't know who they are and I don't know a lot of their work. Yeah. So I could go in with fresh eyes, not expecting anything. In right. It, so I think it's an animated project. Yeah. Okay. And I don't think it's Star Wars. I okay. I actually think it would benefit Lucasfilm for it to not be Star Wars. I think Lucasfilm needs to start pushing their chest out a little bit and going, we do more than just Star Wars. We got Indiana Jones coming out. Do an Indiana Jones show. Do an Indiana Jones oh, animated Indiana. show. Oh, that's awesome. Do a young Indiana. You can get Jamie Costa to do the voice. You can get Anthony Gruber to do the voice. You could do, I mean, why not? Do a young Indiana Jones animated series. That'd be great. And, and, and have these guys do that. That's cool. Or, or do something else. Do something brand new. Yeah, why not? Spin something off and, and do a Lucasfilm project because why do you need to do just another Star Wars thing? Will it work? If, if it's a Star Wars thing, would I be excited about it? Of course. But I don't think it's necessary right now, especially with all the Star Wars stuff that we have coming out at the moment because we know in 2023 alone, Skeleton Crew. Yeah. Indy. Oh, no, 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 just Star just Wars. Star Wars. Skeleton Crew. Ahsoka, Mando. Mandalorian. That's that's what three big shows, and they all play in the same. You talk about a plan. That's the that's the the big plan. All three of them link in together. And Mando's first, right? Mando's first on yeah. March first. Yeah. Ahsoka. Oh that's so soon. I so know. soon. Ahsoka hasn't been. Damn it. Ahsoka hasn't been announced hasn't yet. Been announced yet. We said we thought August. That sounds about Skeleton right. Skeleton Crew Christmassy. That sounds about right. Yeah. And then because Skeleton right. Crew will probably lead into twenty twenty four, and then that gets into Evil Acolyte. Andor. Yeah, twenty twenty four. Oh, and, and it Andor, is. going to be early 2024. I guess that makes and sense. And then Acolyte will be 2024. Yeah. And then whatever. There'll probably be one more Mando's show. Mando's coming up. I know. I know. It's right I, on the corner. The past, four, the past month for me with just work and holidays has just been a blur. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, March March is insane for everything. Believe. Between, between movie month. release. Get yeah, ready, y'all. It's great. Movie release. It's and all that. Yeah. I have a question for y'all. Sure. So what you just brought up, like, you think it'd benefit Lucasfilm to do more shows outside of Star mm-hmm. Wars. But when we're talking about Kathleen Kennedy, I'm wondering, like, do you think that there should be two different positions then, like someone who helms Star Wars and someone who does the rest of Lucasfilm? Now, when you say helms, you mean directing Star Wars, or you're just saying who's 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 leading it? Who's leading it? Yeah, I, I, it's something I've been thinking forever that Lucasfilm should be there should be the one person the head of it going, okay, I need somebody to really take the charge on Star Wars. I need somebody to take the charge over there. I need, and then what do you like? Essentially. The the Composer. Iger or Zaslav of Lucasfilm saying, "Okay, I got to report to to Iger, so here's what I want you to do. Okay, so you want to do this show about what the hell is it called? The Old Republic? What is mm-hmm. that? Well, it's this, this, and this. You think it's going to work? Yeah. Okay, you're my Star Wars people. You really think this is going to work? You think the fans are going to dig with it? I trust you. Go. Not oh, you know who we should get? We should get this person because yeah. that person just has a hit show. Stop that." Like have a plan and do it, and then and also have like the people that you know are going to be in charge of it. Do your Star Wars, and then say, okay, we got this. We have indie, we have this, and put it all together in a mix. Mm. How you guys said that right now? Do you think Kennedy's been like trying to like get Favreau and Filoni? Hey, please just take over all Star Wars, and like, nah, nah, nah. She's like, come on, guys, please no. help me out here. Nah, I'm like, no. nah, nah. We just like doing our TV thing. You know? No, no. I, th- I th- unfortunately think it's the opposite of that. I think that she's given them a p- a big piece, a big piece, and but like it's not all of it, right? They, they don't. The they don't run all TV. They run. They run. I know. Uh, a a part like that's going to eventually lead, hopefully lead to this whole Thrawn big th- yeah. mega event, which is going to be fantastic. And that's why Skeleton Crew, but but Skeleton Crew, Mandalorian, Ahsoka, they all fit into the same thing. And then you're right. going to have these side adventures, whether it's the Acolyte and or 
all those. But just imagine in the MCU, you got what's going on. So yeah. they're building to the Kang dynasty, mm -hmm. whatever. And you had a little, a couple guys on the side, like we're building to the Young Avengers with the, like uh, that wasn't even happening. I know, I know it wouldn't work. No, and that's if you that, had these but couple guys that we oh, all the young characters being introduced and all these things, but we're gonna take them and go into this movie on Young the, Avengers, the, and you're doing Kang Dynasty. No, it's the, you it's gotta the, have it it's all the together. Same argument why I think that it's that old school kind of Hollywood mentality yeah. the way she runs stuff. So I think, yeah, this year's gonna be very interesting. All right. Yep. But talking about questions, a lot of questions on the table. Well, we're going to ask your questions now. You guys have submitted a bunch of them, so we're going to ask them. And here we go. Julian Aaliyah, it has been rumored that Hayden Christensen will return in Ahsoka. Do you think he is in the series, and do you think it would make sense for him to return as a Force ghost and talk to his apprentice? So I do think he's going to be in the series because I think him and um, Rosario Dawson are tight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that'll tight. happen. Um so rumors are that it's more flashback stuff or even alternate reality type stuff of visions and that kind of thing, which would be interesting. Um, but uh, I don't know how true those rumors are or not. That would be interesting to see. But I always thought it would be Force Ghost. I always thought that she'd be able to connect with him and talk to him. But I'm, I don't know. I know Steph, where do you stand on it? I would love to see Force Ghost. Yeah. Because where we left off in... Jedi? Yeah, in um, Clone Wars, and then hmm. even in Rebels, like there's just so much that I just think the fans would lose their minds if they see Ahsoka and him being able to connect. Yeah, agreed. On that level, what do you think? I don't know. I'm torn. I don't know. Where, what would you want? Where would you want to see him? I kind of want to see flashbacks. Yeah, like a little bit more we, than we, we got. We didn't in get the ones we yeah. got in Obi Wan that yeah. we wanted. Yeah, you know, right. I want to see them. Fighting, you know, creatures and stuff, and ha getting building that dynamic. You know, I, I, I'd love to see that. I, I was I really so would. baffled why they didn't use the. They just had used this great de aging stuff, and I just even when you watch like the Marvel stuff with how they deal with Michael Douglas and everything, yeah. it would you don't have to barely do anything for Hayden Christensen. Right. He looked like he was forty years old yeah. in those scenes. I was like, yeah. what are you doing? Like de age him a little bit. How long, how hard could that be? I hope that they do that if they do yeah. those scenes. But another thing, but one of the things I wanted to clarify, by the way, was um. Someone was talking about when it came to Ahsoka. I had said, and I and still like it was like the scene that happens in that in this in the Mandalorian when she is talking to remember she gets where's Thrawn where's your boss yeah so that takes place before the end of Rebels and people are like no 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 it doesn't Rebels takes place before Jedi no if you watch the last bit of Rebels, the last part of Rebels when you find out Hera had a baby when you find out all these things that takes place after Jedi time jump. and it takes place after Jedi and when Ahsoka comes in to find Sabine she says hey I know where this guy is let's go get him that's where it all matches up people kept saying well no 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 you're wrong on the Rebels timeline no the end of Rebels the last season of Rebels the very end of it happens after Jedi it's a it's a time jump yeah okay. yeah 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 so I mean a lot of I mean I can't even tell you how many people kept saying like no 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 Rebels yeah, doesn't take place at that time. Like, yes, yes, it does. Yeah. Um, but I'm re yeah, Rebels so right now. but uh, Hayden showing up in this thing, I think, is what do we percentage wise? Let's let's start from there. Ninety five. Ninety five. No, I was gonna say that. I think it's a hundred percent. You think a hundred? Yeah, because like she's the worst and best at yeah. keeping secret. Yeah. You know, like she's like, she really oh, it snips it. like. Yeah, y'all have been like talking, you're yeah. working together. Yeah, and she already and she also revealed um, that Lars Mikkelsen was was Thrawn. Yeah. Right, right, so, so yeah. It, it's She's uh, the best. yeah, I would, I was the Mark Ruffalo of Star Wars, right? Okay. Was, or Tom, or Tom Holland, right? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. No, I would go ninety percent. I would go ninety percent on uh, on Hayden. All right, here's the 
Here's the next one. Jesse Young. After listening to your show with Roca and Dan, you spoke about how James Cameron just knows his audience can really bring out the best in film and how they are received. Personally, I'd love, to, I'd love a James Cameron Star Wars movie. What would you think if Lucasfilm gave him a shot at the franchise after his Avatar films finishing up? Well, there's a lot to that. The first part of it is those movies aren't finishing up for another eight or nine years, and he's already in his 70s, right? So if he wants to continue to do that. The other reason why I don't think Cameron should touch Star Wars, Terminator, Abyss, True Lies, Avatar, they're all his movies. They're all movies yes. that he wrote. Original characters. Yeah, and he's and that is really where outside of I mean I'm not saying outside of Aliens. Aliens is is I didn't mention that one, but Aliens yeah. was was I'm not saying he doesn't do that, but he hasn't done it in a long time. No, it's his Titanic. Right, it's his um, thing. It's his thing. Right. So I think um, and even though Titanic was based off of real events, right. but it was but it his, was his original story that he came up with. So I don't think it's something that he's really looking to do in this point of his career, of taking on other franchises. I think he wants to take his Avatar thing, and he wants to go roll around in a bed of cash. Uh, you know, I'm like one of the biggest Avatar fans out there. Yeah. I would not w care to see a Star Wars film by him. I mean, look, if he, if, if if he, he did, did it, of course, yeah. but it's just like I would but not, like that's not the magic of James Cameron to right. me. Yeah. He did star He did a Star Wars Avatar. It says Avatar. That's his. That's uh, his Star, Star Wars. Wars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. is his Star Wars. Yeah, and I don't. I just don't think. I just don't think it's 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 something that it, if he was fifty years old, I would go maybe maybe he finishes no. this thing up and they give him like, they give him something like because I thought there was a rumor that that Marvel wanted him or something too. It's like let him finish out Avatar and then he goes what, off into the sun. Yeah. I do find it interesting. Like early in his not early in his career, right after had been after Aliens, he was his his Spider Man was going to go. Right, 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 right. Big Spider-Man yeah, pitches, scripts it out he there. Did. But I think at this point, like if you ask for Marvelous, and I think he'd create his own superhero. That's what I'm saying. He was he was he in his, his 50s during that. It was the 90s, right? Yeah. He was 40s and 50s. So, and that's the other thing. Like there's, I think, he, this Avatar 2 is going to make $2 billion. It's already at like 1.8 or something, Easily. right? It's going to make $2 billion. So there's only, I think, what, three or four movies, maybe five movies that have ever made $2 billion? He's got three of them. Yeah. So... <laughs> What what does he need to do any what does he need to do anything right. else? I, yeah. He doesn't need to do Star Wars. But it, but it, would it be interesting would it, would I be opposed to it? Of course not. But um but yeah, I just don't I don't see that ever happening. Um okay, next one. Lucas Romero. How will Sam Witwer finally get his live action debut if he ever does? How would you want him used? Jedi, Sith, or something entirely different? Mm. This question I love so much because Good question. It, it's so bizarre that he hasn't been in Star Wars so far. I, like live action. I mean, you could say but Darth Maul and Solo. Well, let me ask you this. But outside yeah, of Darth Maul, yeah. because of his video game, Force yeah. Unleashed, and his character, he's established, his look is established in Star Wars. To who? Whether it's canon or what. who? It's just out there. Yeah. To, to, and I say this as a person in the industry, I think they look at that and go, well, he's the face of this video game character. We're going to give him a new Who's face. Who's going to say that? Who? I'm just, Kathleen Kennedy? Come on. Then why hasn't he? He's not. He, everyone loves him. Question. Then it, why hasn't he? I don't know. And it's not because of Star Killer, though, man. He, it's, there's no chance he's, it's because of Star Killer. It's like, but I'm baffled that Filoni hasn't put him in anything yet. Because he's Star Killer. Nah. He'll put. I, now, now hear, hear me out. I hear Star Killer coming into the stuff and getting a, that character being in live action. How? 100% see that happening. Really? Yeah. If, if they're bringing we're in somewhere. Star Killer. He he would bring Star I would, Killer. Look, I you would hear the talk. People a, want Star Killer. A, I would, dude. I would love if they could figure out a Force Unleashed way to do it. I mean, they yeah. have to change things up with the way they already established stuff, and now the sure. way that they kind of played with the Obi Wan stuff. But 
I don't know, Steph, because him and Filoni are so tight. Filoni's put him in so many different things. He's voiced the Emperor. He voiced Maul. He's done. He's done all this. Like, so, where's he gonna go? How come he hasn't been in it yet? I don't know. I feel like he's built for it. Yeah. He's like really tall and like looks like a villain. Like, I think he would be a great live action Sith. Yeah. Okay. So Mandalorian season three, yeah, or season one shows up. Hey, we got this young kind of hotshot bounty hunter. That, that one episode. Hey, what about Whitware? Bring him in there. He gets cast in the role. And was like, well, in the fandom, who is a, the major audience of the main is like, it's Starkiller. I, I can't see outside of Starkiller. Nah, dude. Bullshit. No. So. I'm nah, sorry. I'm speaking people, you, from an acting perspective point of view, from casting point of view, from producing point of view. I think I think that there's not, it's, there are a lot of video game fans, and there's a lot of fans of that character, but not as many to, to I mean, look at, I mean, okay. what, what, I do, what I do think, depending on how they establish it, will be the same kind of Andy Serkis thing. Like, is it Starkiller? Right, that right, will happen, right? Because because like Andy Serkis is a Snoke, is a Snoke, is a Snoke. Yes, but it's like no. Once they establish right off the bat, it's not Star Killer. He's playing this other character. Okay, yeah, they could cast him in something. I think that they we'll should. See if it happens, and then. and the other thing they could do is they could cast him as an alien. That's you know, true. That's yes, something that, that they could 100%. do also. I just don't understand why why he hasn't been in anything yet. Because him, like I said, him and Filoni are really tight. I'm I'm very I'm very very curious because it's not like he's not he's primarily just a voice actor he's he's been in tons of live action yeah stuff. I feel like he could have been Jude stuff. Law's character in yeah. Skeleton Crew yeah and they wanted to go with like a a, a, like a, 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 like a big name yeah. yeah 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 I don't agree with that what do you, you mean don't agree what, what don't you agree? I think just the 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 roguishness that Jude Law brings to a character that that I feel that Skeleton Crew just with little we know. Whitware has a very dis- like you said you want to you're like he's a Sith instantly because his look is so he's got such a striking look Sam Whitware it's, yeah. it's a very you know whether you trust him when you see him he definitely airs on the side of evil characters yeah yeah but well I don't know we're, we're gonna find out then. Acolyte yeah. would be amazing but that's not Filoni though yeah. but still but who cares right yeah. who cares uh okay thank you Lucas all right Gareth William Bane or Palpatine or origin series Bane all day long. For for sure, all day long. Because for sure, I'm yeah, I'm gonna keep putting it out in the universe. Not that it'll ever happen, but I'm gonna do it anytime this comes up. I am gonna pray that what happens is, whether it's movies or TV, that they really approach this like Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, um, Rome, any of these shows. They set up the Old Republic in whatever it was with the beginning of the Sith and the Jedi. And then they stretch that out for however long that they can. And then that then starts to transfer over into the Knights of the Republic, which then plays a bunch of, you know, seasons out, which eventually leads to Darth Bane creating the rule of two, which eventually <clears throat> then leads to, um, you know, uh, Palpatine and Plagueis and all that. And you just do this full on epic seven, eight seasons with movies. You got material for years. Um, and I would love to see that happen. It never will. But I'm always going to put it out there. Steph, Bane or, or uh, Palpatine, you're going Bane. Bane, I'm I, I'm not Palpatined out, but like we've gotten <laughs> yeah. a lot of Palpatine, and we are con- going to continue to like the Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nepo. What do you think, buddy? <laughs> Bane, come on, Bane. Yeah, it's, and I just think it's it's interesting. It's different. It doesn't play yeah. in the same place. Although I love Palpatine. Palpatine's like my favorite character. Yeah, we but got like, enough of him already. But Bane, and I would. Lo- there's so much to explore. There's so much to explore and so much new stuff you can do and not have people going, oh, because that's the problem when you start playing with legacy characters. It's like, oh wait, that's why they're doing that. That's mm-hmm, why they're mm-hmm. doing that instead, as opposed to who is this guy? Yeah. Who's this person? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, okay, let's keep moving. Russell. Easy man. 
With the critical acclaim that Andor received for its writing, do you think the likes of Favreau, Filoni, etc., looked at the quality and were inspired to up their game for future shows? Um, it, it, it's tricky because I think it goes back to what Mike was talking about before with like ego, right? They might not think, and I have no information on this whatsoever. This is just hearsay, but who knows if Filoni and Favreau feel that Gilroy's show is, is good? Who knows if yeah. they, if they, if they maybe Filoni thinks that that's not traditional Star Wars. That he was, he was trained in the arts. He was trained by George Lucas. He yeah. thinks, you know, and rightfully so, that he knows Star Wars. Maybe only one knows it better than him is is Lucas. Yeah. So yeah. maybe be. not, not necessarily. And I think that we'll find out with Ahsoka. There's reports, by the way, that I saw, and I didn't pull this on the stage, but there's rumors. We don't know how true it is that there's problem. There were problems on the Mandalorian and. Um, was it Acolyte? I don't remember which set it was. Or maybe it was Andor, they said. But they said there's not a lot. Of, there's no problems on Ahsoka. I can't remember. Someone sent me this on Twitter. But, I, again, I don't know how true or not it is. But if you look at this, Steph, do you think that they look and they go, wow, people really are critically appraising this. Should we put a little bit more, not go as kiddie? Because Lucas always said Star Wars is for kids. And maybe yeah. Filoni had that as well. I think the best creators obviously get inspired by the best creators, mm -hmm. but it makes me think about comedy. It's like when you see someone's comedy set that's excellent, you're not going to change your bit to sound like them mm -hmm. because that the best, it's not your voice. It's not your voice. You, you have to be original and true to who you are. And the Mandalorian slaps. Like, it's one of the, our favorite shows ever. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that they would change anything, but I think they might be like, Okay, I think that, like, let's step it up in our voice even more if we can. If they do new shows, maybe, yeah. 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 But I don't think it's, like, taking that because it's already established its tone. My fix when ain't broke. Mike? Right. That's great. Great analogy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, yeah. Who knows? What they, I think they're probably like, it's a great show. Well done, theatrical or TV show. Uh, it's just not the kind of thing we want to do. All right, let's do, a, let's do a couple more here. All right, moving down, moving on to WD. All right, uh, Weenie Hut, 9842. With recent rumors about Disney doing more sequel trilogy stuff, do you think that'll be the make or break for a lot of people, or do you think it could save Star Wars in theaters if it's good enough? So we don't necessarily know if it's a brand new sequel trilogy or if it's sequel trilogy or not. I mean, look, from that report, though, when you hear 25, 26, 27, you think maybe, and as I mentioned this earlier, in an Avatar thing, if they're going to, if they're going to do it, and this would maybe make you feel like, oh, wait, they do have a plan. If they decide that they're going to shoot all three of them, like they start shooting in April and then they're done in like a year and a half, a year yeah, or whatever maybe. it is because they shot all three. Maybe. Then that's because then you do like Lord of the Rings where it comes out at once yeah. a year. If they do something like that, that would be interesting. I don't think they're going to, they would have to do that if they're going to release a trilogy 25, 26, 27. I just think they're going to have, I think that they have movies that are lined up that people are going to do. And they're going to announce them 25, 20, a year a piece is, is tough though. I'm saying it's tough. It I, is. I, I think you just release, I just, I think you just. With the shows, <sighs> right? Like we have all the shows too. Shows. Like, yeah, yeah. But I think the movies, you just, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited more with Mike on this one. I think you just go. All right, Star Wars Celebration, Lindelof just started shooting his movie. It's called this. It stars this person. It's going to be about this, and it comes out in 2025. On to the next thing. Here we go. We have this show coming out. Don't mention 26 yeah. and 27 unless you say we just, Damon Lindelof is writing this. So-and-so is directing the first one. We're okay. shooting all three 
Okay. Starting now. Then you'd be like, whoa, they're shooting all three movies right now? That's and crazy. And you think in two, three months' time, this man's writing a trilogy of films. I know. No. No. No, 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 no. Do I think that's going to happen? Do I think it is happening? No. No, I don't. What if it's like a Gilroy situation where he wrote season one, he had the concept for season two, and Maybe. then was finishing okay. writing it as they were producing it. And then it has it all ready to go. Yeah. He's like, look, okay. I wrote these. Hey, I wrote I'll, these. I'll eat my words. I, there's, there's none of us on this table are predicting that. No, I'm no. just saying I mean, that. It's possible. Yeah, that would just yeah. make the most sense if they were gonna say if if you're like okay plan wise, but to say like oh yeah we have this movie like to put out three movies in 25, 26, 27. I don't know, man. I think they if they have a plan to make a trilogy with Lindelof, please please have the plan of the trilogy right. before you make right. the first one. That's, that's 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 what I don't want them to do again. Yeah. They do the first one they go look, all we need to do is get that first movie out and then we'll figure out where the other two go. No, no. that's what you did last time yeah. oh, and it God. failed oh, miserably. Oh, don't do that. Yes. Um oh, our right, two more questions and let's uh call it a day. All right. Jackson Birch 4914 what would you want the rumored sequel trilogy film to be about? Also, if the rumors on Kathleen are true, do you think that every Star Wars film in development will be scrapped? Um, well, the first part of that is if if she winds up leaving in December, this is why I'm saying I, I think she sticks around until 2025. I think she's there until the movie mm. gets all the, because of that very reason. I think those movies are going to be put into production and by the so she can then say, all right, all my movies are happening. I'm going to get my producer credits. I'm going to get my, my points. I'm out. Yeah. As opposed to that very thing. She can, Indy gets made, she leaves, and then they decide, you know, this production's not going well. We're, we don't like this plan anymore. We're scrapping it, and she don't see ish. So I think it's more likely she sticks out the plan, and I think that once she's gone, and yeah, the whole, the whole regime changes. I think that whole place will be... Div- developed and changed very different and they they unless they put someone else in who just doesn't get star wars yeah yeah i think that she's gonna i i have this weird feeling that just came about today i feel like there's someone that they're like bringing in right grooming yes yeah and then she has a plan to leave but their plan has been instilled so it's not like what happened with DC where they're mm-hmm. like, oh, no, 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 we're coming in and we have to scratch everything that was kind of already in place. I don't know. I don't well, know. well said. Well I don't said. know. I'm Yeah, I'm, I'm, I do think Kennedy's done after Indy, but mm-hmm. now with this kind of momentum behind this three talk, maybe I, not. I know, it's, it's going to be the right. last yeah. question here. Last one. Last one, and we will bring it up from Shelby. Hi, Shelby. Hey, Shelby. Shelby says, do you think the success, Shelby 3372, do you think the success of Andor and overall stellar quality of the show, as well as the GG nomination for Diego Luna, is a sign that Star Wars, like Marvel, is going to start getting more recognition at these big award shows? Could there ever be a big, uh, be a world where a Star Wars film could win Best Picture? Winning Best Picture is going to be tough, even if you have a great, great movie. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, 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 I think that the Academy has to change. Yeah, the Academy has to change in general. And I think that, you know, being recognized in like, you know, Golden Globes and Emmys and those type and, and critics of choices is, is, it's not certainly not easy, but it's easier than to say Academy Award yeah. nominations right. and, and, and a win because. 
I don't think that that's what it's there for. No, but I mean, I know, but I, I, I kind of wish it was. Though. I think it, it need, I think it starts to need to be if they want people to start watching their shows. That's true. Like, I do think it need. Like, we are saying at the fans of these movies are like, this is what we want. Right. Like, this is why we go to the theaters for Marvel and Star Wars. Not just that. There's obviously the Top Guns, but when you think about Top Gun, like people were like thinking that should get nominated yeah. for Best Picture, yeah, yeah. and. That's probably not going to happen. It will. It'll get nominated. I think. I think Top Gun will. Yeah, sure. it won't win. Well, that will be a good step in that direction. It, yes, then. but as I think of what I just said, I think one of the main reasons it'll get nominated not only because it's a good movie, but I think because they want people to watch their show. Okay. And you know when you're nominating like Babylon and The Whale, and I'm not saying these movies aren't aren't good, but like most people, casual fans aren't running out to see those movies in the yeah. theater. They're going to see right. Top Gun. They're going to see these movies that are making. The, the money in the theater and that's what they should start paying more attention to but there hasn't been a Star Wars movie Star Wars movie that I think should have been nominated for Best Picture since Empire Strikes Back in my, in my opinion um, no and it didn't even win I don't for know what won picture, in 1980 yeah. but I don't even think it was nominated but uh, it, mm -hmm. but but that movie should have been it's, it's Fire? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But either either way either way I think that um, it won't happen but what I do think is that what it will show is that with better writing and with more quality and care and not just the big pew pew, you know, battles right, thing, yeah. you can you can achieve critical acclaim inside of this and you can make it like Andor was a show that no one on this table thought could be a, a critically right. acclaimed darling. Right? You thought right. it could be a, it's but it's because of the detail and the care that was brought into by every actor involved mm -hmm. by the writers by the directors you do that to any good anything you put on paper and you really put the effort to what steph was just saying if there's a plan and an idea of where you want to go and an understanding on the page that we need to start at a and get to z and how are we going to get there in between and what do we fill in you do that you can have stuff that people love that people get emotional about and that people want to nominate for awards. yes yeah exactly i really do think that the award shows needs to do that like, to your point, they do need to change if they want their shows to still exist. Mm -hmm. And it's important. I always say this. It's like people are like, I don't care about if movies win awards. and But it's like, but what about when in 20 years kids are going to be looking at what won the awards? I only watch movies from the 80s and the 70s that won awards because I can't sift through right. everything that went out. Because they're on lists and yeah, they're on these things. Yeah, it's an important map for our culture. Yeah, it is. I mean, because it lets you know what the movies people were talking about yeah. at the time. Right? But it also, it what I was talking about similar before was that when something like Andor it starts to put it in the conversation more. Mm -hmm. And when it starts getting nominated and it's in these things and, and it's in Critics' Choice Awards and other things, like the names could pop up and it pops up in Twitter, it pops up in in, in all these different places on, on news articles on Google. And then if you're a casual person, you see, and you're scrolling and you see, oh, what's this? And oh, I keep seeing this Andor thing around. Like, I can't even tell you how many people were like, oh, I, I wasn't really into a lot of the other Star Wars things, but I keep hearing this Andor thing. Is it good? And I'm like, it's phenomenal. And non like just casual fans of Star Wars tune into this thing and wind up like really enjoying it. So that's why the people were like, oh, it didn't do well in ratings. It's not movies. Movies, once they're out of the theater and you don't go and see those tickets, then you just got to hope people start. You know, look at Black Adam. Right? Yeah. Black Adam was toast after a certain amount of weeks and then it tried to make some money on on, on demand and that's mm -hmm. it. That's how it works with, with streaming. You have it. You know, so you could the, the ratings could get better in five years from now. Yeah. Like, look at something like, you know, when Battlestar Galactica sure. was off the air, people were still watching it. Friends. People still watch Friends. The ratings on Friends are still good. Friends yeah. have been off the air for, like, 15 years. Yeah. 
So it's like that's it doesn't work that way with TV. It's yeah. like it, it, people always because they're movie fans. That's what they do, and sure. you can't do that. Um, all right, we have a lot. That was a lot. That was it. So, what do you guys think? Um, we're approaching that, as Mike said, we're right around the corner from Mandalorian, man. Right yeah. around the corner. We're only a month and a half away, and we'll be covering that in depth. But we're gonna still be doing Bad Batch. We're watching a Michael watch I'll episode. Watch Don't you worry. Three Don't and four worry. next week. Um, Don't you worry. But make sure you comment. You see that? Comment. Or that. There it is right there. Right there. Comment. Comment. Make sure you comment. And that helps. Thousand likes, thousand comments. Helps the show. Helps people see it. And we want to know exactly any of the any of the things that we talked about today. Lend your voice. Lend your opinion. Let's have a conversation. For Steph Sabra and for Mike Kalinowski. This is the Sith Council. Thank you guys so very much for joining us here today. I can't thank you enough. We're having a real, we're having a really a fun time on this show. Yes, sir. We'll continue to have a fun time on this show. And we thank you guys for joining us. It's Sith Council. See you later. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus. Makes you stronger.